It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up, the sleepy start for the Brooklyn Nets on trade deadline day finally wakes up with a somewhat surprising partnership between the Toronto Raptors and the Brooklyn Nets. We break down the Spencer Dinwiddie for Dennis Schroeder trade coming up next. You are Locked On Nets, your daily Brooklyn Nets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Nets podcast, your team every single day right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Adam Armbrecht bringing you the first big trade line deadline update for the Brooklyn Nets. I said at the top, this was a day where frustratingly for Brooklyn Nets fans, not a lot of noise around the Brooklyn Nets getting indications around the league that while there were a lot of role player moves getting made, the price points were lower than they were a year ago. So now you think about whether or not Sean Marks is willing to sell low, quote-unquote, on a Royce O'Neal, on a Dorian Finney-Smith. We'll get to those guys as we move through this deadline, and you can find us live at 2 p.m. over on YouTube, covering all the way up to the deadline at 3 p.m. today on YouTube. But in the meantime, specifically inside of this deal, it started out by being reported by uh, Adrian Wojnarowski that the Brooklyn Nets were sending Spencer Dinwiddie to the Toronto Raptors in exchange for Dennis Schroeder. So point stop right there. Expiring $20 million contract for Spencer Dinwiddie. Clearly something here in terms of role, in terms of expectation, whatever it was, a disconnect started to develop here between the two sides over the course of this season, over the course of the last 20 plus games or so. So they make this move. Now they're Swapping out one 30-year-old for another. They are also swapping out a 30-year-old on an expiring deal in Spencer Dinwiddie for a 30-year-old that has a $13 million uh, cap hit going into next season. So they have picked up future money, something that was reported the Nets wanted to avoid doing. This could potentially be 
the first step of a multi-step process. We also then got the follow-up from Woj, which threw in Thaddeus Young, familiar Brooklyn Nets face Thad Young. Now he's making $8 million going to next season. So we talk about the dollar amounts here, right? And, and matching those figures up, 35 years old, <laughs> who knows if he's going to be here, right? Could this be buyout situations for Thaddeus Young? Could they make a secondary move off of it? Maybe. We'll, we'll wait and see when that starts to come out here and other moves that could get made for the Brooklyn Nets ahead of the deadline. Now, the other part of this then is what is the impact on the roster? Let's let's step away from Thaddeus Young and, and assume that he's not necessarily going to be here or that if he is, it's predicated on another player, a Dorian Finney-Smith, a Royce O'Neal being moved and just creating some space, at least on the bench, uh, for this player to exist. Dennis Schroeder, if we look inside the Nets roster, the goal here is, at least from our standpoint and many fans' standpoint, is that whether Jock Vaughn, the Brooklyn Nets, were hesitant to put Cam Thomas into the starting lineup, he got in there through injuries and otherwise he made it. And we've seen him play well off of Ben Simmons. We've seen his chemistry with Nicholas Claxton start to develop. We've seen his court vision, career high the other night, eight assists for Cam Thomas. So things are developing for him. We believe he should and likely will, fingers crossed, remain in the starting lineup. So if the backcourt is the tandem of Ben Simmons and Cam Thomas, and then you have Mikhail Bridges, and then you have Cameron Johnson, went healthy up and down with him a little bit, and then you talk about either Claxton, right? We don't know fully. Dorian Finney-Smith, Royce O'Neal, are these guys all still here? But if that's the way it's going to look, then you have to look at it as can Dennis Smith, uh, sorry, can Dennis Schroeder live as the primary point guard in the second unit. This would be kind of a balancing, right? Expectations as far as where they stood coming in to the season with Spencer Dinwiddie and why there was a frustration there. And now expectations when you bring a player over through trade. This is a good thing. Over six assists this season for Dennis Schroeder on the year. So you have a a true facilitator, also a, a better pure scorer here, right? This is not, as I misspoke the name, Dennis Smith Jr., who is a tenacious backcourt defender, who is a great table setter for others, but isn't necessarily an offensive weapon that you can rely on. Dennis Smith Jr. Ha- uh, Dennis Smith Jr. here has been good for the Brooklyn Nets, but also is living on a one-year deal, right? So we'll get to that piece of this as well. In 51 games for Dennis Schroeder with the Toronto Raptors, averaged over 30 minutes, 44% from the field, 35% from deep, right? Good at the line as well here. And then I mentioned just over 6.1 assists per game this season, uh, turning the ball over just one and a half times per contest as well. So and he's giving you 13, 14 points a night, right? So a little more offensively minded second unit point guard. That really matters here. Ball handling matters for this team. The, the question now becomes, does having Dennis Schroeder maybe impact or inform what the Nets could choose to do with a Dennis Smith Jr.? We mentioned how this deadline has not been robust in terms of the price points. Role players are going for far less. So the the <laughs> the impression that the Nets had sent a high benchmark for Dorian Finney-Smith, two first rounds, the equivalent of two first round picks. Okay, great. You can set that benchmark, but nobody was going to give that already. Now you go even a layer deeper as the costs are lower and lower. It, we said this already coming into it on our deadline preview show. Didn't think that Dorian Finney-Smith was going anywhere. The other interesting one is obviously Royce O'Neal, $9.5 million expiring. Dennis Smith Jr., right? Expiring contract. Lonnie Walker, expiring contract. So the, the, the idea here you could think, if you want to project forward, is that while the Brooklyn Nets prefer to not take on future money, 
It doesn't hurt you if you think you're going to make decisions in the offseason, if you think you're going to go pursue a star of any kind, whatever it may be, to have some money on the books that gives you that flexibility. Salary matching is what we're talking about here, right? So it it feels bad to have $13 million and $8 million on the books in these two players in Young and Schroeder next season, but you need it. You need it to maybe facilitate other decisions that you want to. And again, we could get additional information as we move along that these players get passed through on a di- on other deals. That being the case, from a short-term reconstruction, I like having Dennis Schroeder as the second unit point guard. Gives you some scoring pop. Does not give you any more size. The Nets are, are a thin team, a small team, and they're going to stay uh, exactly that way, bringing in, in Schroeder. But you do at least give yourself a little more offensive pop. And, and whether or not we've seen it In Ben Simmons' return, the late-game sequences, who can be on or off the court, making sure that you have scoring value. We've seen the Nets fade in a lot of fourth quarters in recent weeks. So you give give yourself an experienced player who's played on championship-level teams, right? So I, I, I don't mind this move in the short term. I don't mind this move in kind of resetting the hierarchy of your team. Now it's just about maybe making this secondary move getting Royce O'Neal cleared out of here, letting Jalen Wilson become a part of this rotation, and then moving into the back end of this season, right? We can debate about what they we think they should be doing, obviously, but that's okay, right? We can live in the world where these are the margin moves they're going to make and just be happy that Sean Marks and the Nets were active in some form or fashion because Spencer Dinwiddie, for everything that he was for 27 games a year ago and everything that he was in the infancy of the start of this season, it just hasn't been the same. And the team hasn't asked the same things of him. So at a certain point, you're just not getting the same value that you once thought you were going back to last year's deadline. That is the breaking news update for the Brooklyn Nets. First trade done. Spencer Dinwiddie to the Toronto Raptors in exchange for Dennis Schroeder and Thaddeus Young, both who have $8 million and $13 million cap hits going into next season. We will be live on YouTube at 2 p.m., breaking down all of the latest news for the Brooklyn Nets and around the NBA at large. Join us there, myself and Doug Norrie. And of course, until next time, we'll be back again talking all things Brooklyn Nets basketball. Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.